Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we watch, watch films, films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am TJ and we're bringing you hot topics from the film industry, inspiration interviews from the IMDb listed and review sweat online series as they stream and trailer talk on upcoming feature films as well as cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Sharing a frame with me today are White Falcon. Hi. King Dom. Hi guys. And Cody. Hi. And we are also being sound engineered to your ears by EZE. Hi guys. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology. We're bringing it to you with our own special microphones and sound mixed in Audition software and projecting on the Optoma Full HD. We are now recording live and direct from Ithaca House. These are not the droids you're looking for. So this is the quote of the day or the quote of the episode from our film so one more time please kingdom these are not the droids you're looking for and this is interesting because it's probably like a choice of three that you can pick i don't have a clue yeah it was really it was aimed especially at you akosh because i know how much you love films in this genre i know what it i actually know what film it is but i i, I don't know which episode to call it oh uh, that's a clue <laughs> kidding yeah but anyway um, what we're going to do now is the trailer talk, and we've got like four different things to look at today. And because Akash is such a great fan of the Marvel movie franchise, we are oh, going yeah. to take a look at an upcoming film starring the most bankable billionaire film actor of our times, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who I think has just recently been um, acknowledged as the most profitable actor in the Hollywood film industry. Well, yeah, but I mean that's just because he's been in Star Wars and Marvel films. Blame the agent. <laughs> he can't. He he just has to he's act the roles he's ev- been in. He's, he's in virtually every successful franchise. That's why. Um, yeah. And the a Quint- couple of M Night Shyamalan films. As well. <laughs> <laughs> and Quentin Tarantino. I mean, he doesn't do franchise films. But yeah, Samuel Jackson and the lesser-known but equally comparable uh, actress, Brie Larson. She's uh, my favourite person called after cheese. Okay. No, Alison Brie for me. Alison oh, Brie. Okay, okay yeah. cool, cool, from Community. And Glow, obviously. Well, Brie Larson was also in Community. For a little bit. Yeah, she played she, uh, they they the girl, Ahmed's girlfriend, yeah. So that would have been two Brie's. That would have been really interesting. Um, it was a bit cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to play Marvel's Studios, Captain Marvel. And here is the trailer. War is a universal language. I know a renegade soldier when I see one. Never occurred to me that one might come from above. Space invasion. Big car chase. Truth be told, I was ready to hang it up till I met you today. So you're not from around here. It's hard to explain. I keep having these memories. I see flashes. I think I had a life here. But I can't tell if it's real. 
threats are out there. We can't do this alone. We need you. I'm not what you think I am. Captain Marvel, uh, due for release in March 2019 across the world, and perhaps, um, or undoubtedly, the strongest female character that we're probably going to see in the cinemas uh, this year. What do you guys think about that? Well, first of all, that's kind of like a teaser trailer in a way that doesn't tell us that much about how the actual film will be plot-wise. So it's hard to base a judgment just on that trailer. But initial signs are fairly good, obviously. It's got um, the interesting backstory about a young Nick Fury. Perhaps, finally, you know, we could find a bit more about that kind of enigmatic character who's been in so many Marvel films without us ever really knowing what his motivations are entirely. And the thing is, it's a a two-eyed Nick Fury as well, which is more interesting. Yeah, I mean, is that going to be explained? Maybe it will. Because they've been doing a thing with eyes recently because um, I think Thor lost his eye. He did, yeah. And then he got it replaced by another eye that was stolen in, I think, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 by um, the little... um, Rocket. Rocket Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, and we know from the first Guardians of the Galaxy that Rocket likes stealing body parts, so perhaps that was to set that up all along. Who knows? That would be interesting. How about for you, White Falcon? Does that build your anticipation for watching a Marvel movie in future? I like this actress. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I think I'm going to watch this film, but I'm not really waiting on it. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to see it in the cinema, for sure. I'm just okay. on an iPad. I'm not <laughs> Have you seen Short Term 12 at all? What? Uh, there's a film that Brie Larson was in a few years ago, 2013, called Short Term 12, where she was working with like hard-to-reach children in a kind of a care home in America? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, cool. cool. Is I mean, the care home done a well or something? Huh? Is the care home done a well? Done a well. Hard to reach kids. Um, how do you mean? Uh, no, I'm just trying to make a joke. All right. No, no, was, uh, I'm just it's trying to remember. I was, we I was, don't <laughs> joke about yeah. Brie Larson films. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to remember the um, the whole premise of this, but it's, it's like this is a completely uh, throwaway, but I think that's one of the best feature films I've seen her in where she was in a lead role. And um, I think it's interesting that... she did Oscar? I I think she... Yeah, the Oscar was for Room, yeah. But um, what was your opinion on what you saw? Well, you just showed me an advert for what Marvel Universe Part 20. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Part 1 a while ago, so, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't look like a film where you need a lot of backstory for the other characters, because I think it's just introducing one character. Yeah, I know, but, I mean, it's just a lot of flashing lights and stuff. I mean, I love uh, Brie Larson's a great actress. I remember her first in um, The United States of Tara, which is a TV series about a lady played by Tony Collette yeah. with multiple personality disorder, where yeah. she played the daughter. Okay. So she's a great actress, but I'm just not interested just, in okay. big budget comic book movies. Okay. I, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, one of the interesting <laughs> things about this comic book movie is um, Captain Marvel was actually the original uh, title. Yeah, for, I know, um, I've heard all this complicated story before about who, like, there's two Captain Marvels or something, isn't there? Well, yeah, just to say, it's, um, Captain Marvel was um, originally the character Billy Batson, and because they didn't like pay for the rights to renew the name, 
went out of um, copyright and then all of a sudden um, Marvel went and took it over. There is a long story behind it, but it's interesting that uh, this will be coming out shortly before Shazam. And also, um, we don't get to see a lot of female lead actress characters in the Marvel series because there's been so many like Iron Man. Not my, I, I, that was nothing to do with me. Yeah? It's nothing to do with me. No, no, no I, oh, I'm I just, thought, I'm I thought just you were saying. accusing me of having something to do with that. No, I mean, obviously, they're, they, they're trying to find you in different ways and find what appeals yeah. to you. Obviously, they well, need to I mean, find they, a Cornish superhero. I, mean, I do like Brie Larson, so they've yeah. got something right. Yeah. It's just the sort of film that she's in. Maybe they have not. to find a Cornish superhero for you. So yeah. We'll direct the past them. Yeah. You should write that. That could be you. Um... So, um, Dom, what do you think about what you've seen with Captain Marvel? I kind of echo the others, you know, yeah. Stephen, yourself. I think the casting of Brie Larson is okay. really good casting. Yeah. It's an interesting concept because Captain Marvel didn't have to be a woman. It's yeah. great that she is. You don't learn a lot from the trailer, really, apart from a much younger Nick Fury. So, okay. So, I from mean, what you saw, and I know it's very little, but it was the official trailer. Are you considering to watch this at the cinema, wait for it to come online, or uh, give it a miss? I will probably watch it at the cinema, although that is dependent on me remembering to renew my Cineworld Unlimited card. Okay, cool. And uh, White Falcon, is it cinema, DVD, or Netflix, or online, or give it a miss? Yeah, something iPad. It can play on iPad or something, or not really want to go to the cinema and... So you're going to wait for it to come out on the internet. And yeah. how about yourself, Cody? I, I, I will not be watching Captain Marvel. You'll be not watching <laughs> Captain Marvel. Okay, I think I'm going to be watching it at the cinema. So I think we will call that, because we've got like one not going to watch it at the cinema and a... Uh, I'm going to watch Absolutely. it on the internet. I think the average... M. Night Shyamalan would call that a split. A split vote, yeah. Should we say... I'm going to wait on the side of um, watch it at the cinema, I think, more than anything else. But um, that's Captain Marvel out March 2019, and we recommend that you watch it at the cinema. Uh, we're just going to take a quick look at the trailer for Mapplethorpe, uh, which I think was actually played by a former doctor. My name's Patty Smith, and I'm here with Robert Mapplethorpe. You may not know us yet, but we're going to be big stars. Only today we don't have any money. I want to be a modern Michelangelo. You think if Michelangelo had a camera, he wouldn't have used it? In church, I found God, and then Polaroid. It led me straight to the devil. Your work is so raw. We're making history here. I can't sell this. I can't even show them. Is this the shy pornographer? Who's asking? I'm a collector. Sell the public my flowers, and then they can hang them on their walls without realizing what it is they're embracing. I'd love to take your photograph. You're perfect. Do they speak to you? Even that which we deem obscene, you make look more beautiful than I thought possible. You scared of dying? Only before I'm famous. You don't love anyone, you love yourself. Don't go. No. Photography, it's about light, it's about composition, it's about the personality of the subject. I'm an artist. That would have been a painter, but the camera was invented. What gives you solace? Beauty. 
knowing that my work will outlive me. So that was uh, the trailer for Mapplethorpe, uh, played by Matt Smith, a former Doctor Who, and he's portraying a biopic of uh, the photographer-artist uh, from New York. Uh, what do we think of that trailer? Looks interesting, looks worth a watch. We've known from Matt Smith's previous performances that he's really good at getting into really disparate characters. I mean, you might remember him as Prince Philip in The Crown. Yeah. But also, um, previous to that, um, he was in a biopic of the writer Christopher Isherwood. But he's done, played real people. He's played challenging roles before. He's not afraid of, you know, playing characters with a different sexuality from himself. I mean, he's prepared to do whatever it takes to portray characters honestly. Do you think he's reaching for, like, Oscar or awards nomination? Because that's, like, very serious territory he seems to be going into at the moment now. I mean, it's possible. Who knows? I mean, the last time there was, like, a big gay-themed film was mm. Brokeback Mountain. I thought it was Dallas Buyers Club with Matthew Oh, Curry. yeah. Okay, there was that, yeah. but... Um... No, 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 there was the uh, Moonlight. Pride. Oh, yeah, okay, Moonlight. Okay. Pride. Was Moonlight based <laughs> on a real character? I don't, I don't know. Mm. Pride. How long ago was Pride? I think a couple of years ago, didn't it? Was that based on a real right. character there? No, no, it was just about the, um, the mining strike and yeah. the gay community who supported yeah. them. Okay, because uh, I know Dallas Buyers Club with uh, Matthew Connors based on a real yeah, character. Yeah, there was that, but yeah. um, I know lots of actors turned down Brokeback Mountain. Okay. And um, there was almost a backlash against the actors even then. Okay. And well, for not it, being gay and playing gay characters or for well, from portraying all gay characters? For okay. portraying gay characters as well. well. You know, it didn't win the Best Picture Oscar famously yeah. and some older members of the Academy actually refused to even watch it. Wow. Including some well-known actors. Oh, they were probably from Texas. Yeah, but, um, I mean, that was probably like the last stand of the, the yeah. older generation of the okay. Oscar contingent. But, okay. um, I mean, let's see, you know, have things changed in the, what is it, 10 years since then? Maybe. Yeah. So would you say this is a film you'd watch at the cinema, wait for it to go online, or give it a miss yourself? I would probably watch this in the cinema. Again, this is dependent on me getting my Cineworld yeah. Unlimited card, although other cinema chains are available. Okay, so you'd recommend the cinema. Uh, Cody, uh, this is a former Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, branching out in outside of a TARDIS into new They're, worlds and territories. They are allowed to do that. What do you think of Mapplethorpe, the trailer? I, mean, I don't know a lot about the, the photographer, but obviously a lot of his images I know. Are you into biopics at all, if you had to watch Not them in really, the film? Not really, I don't know. Yeah. I think biopics are better done as books, because, you, you know, you learn more, you get a better... Because you wasn't too idea. keen on Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, no, you? but, that, I mean, it's not the sort of music that I'm into, so I, mm. why would I be bothered about watching a biopic of a band that I don't really care about? Would you want to see a biopic of a photographer you've probably never heard of? Well, no, but I, I recognise some of the photos, and okay. it might be interesting to learn about... I mean, I feel like I knew, know about Queen anyway. Yeah. So I don't think I would have learned anything new from the film. Do you think there's something more to learn about Mapplethorpe? Maybe. We haven't seen. Okay. <laughs> so if you've been given the opportunity and somebody's put the money in your pocket... Online. Would you what? Online. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Akosh, Mapplethorpe, what are your thoughts? Actually, I don't really know too many things about this guy. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Maybe maybe cinema, but it's, uh, it's more than online. I'm, I feel like I'm looking at a TV movie when I see the trailer and the way it's portrayed. Um, I understand that uh, Robert Mapplethorpe is probably not known very largely outside the art world, but obviously they've done a very clever thing, as Cody said, like showing all of his photographs in the trailer so you can be familiar with those images or iconography that you've probably seen before. In terms of who he is as an artist, 
I think he's probably been quiet and down uh, for a long time. I do admit I was very interested in Jean-Michel Basquiat and I think there's some cultural uh, resonance to his career and what he's doing and what I've noticed. And he was from the 80s. Robert Mapplethorpe, for some reason, I didn't know about him as much. I feel that the way that they shot it, it feels like it was a TV movie style. And it doesn't feel like a feature film style. And um, I'm kind of worried or wary it's going to be like a bit of a documentary. His artwork probably grew up in the punk era 80s. And he probably has even met Jean-Michel Basquiat, I don't know. I feel that this is a film that I would rather watch online. It's an Oscar or award ceremony grab from uh, Matt Smith. So we will give that three watch it online and one watch it at the cinema. So we'll aggregate that out as uh, we recommend that you watch Mapplethorpe online when it comes out available to stream. And now we're coming up to the next trailer, which is Us. And I believe this is a follow-up for the director, Jordan Peele. Um, it's not necessarily a sequel to Get Out, but it is a sequential horror film. So this is Us, due out in 2019. That's a classic right there. What does I got five on it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Get in rhythm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can't believe how big Dave got. You hear Gabe got a boat? <laughs> He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh, yeah. Where's Jason? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me, and I'll keep you safe. There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Hi, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. What are you people? It's us. They look exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. And we kill them. That was the feature film and horror movie Us by Jordan Peele coming out in March 2019. Uh, how did that make you guys feel? 
I'm glad okay. that Neo Geo wasn't here because he doesn't like horror movies and I think that would have I, I find it pieces. odd that, that uh, John Peel, with his background in kind of comedy, yeah. is makes horror films. That's probably why he's directing them because he probably wasn't given an opportunity to do them. But he's the writer comedy as well. Thing. Yeah, he's well, it's just, I just find it odd because he's, he's like he's known as his kind of his um, partnership with um, what's it called? Key. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of comedy, you know. He's making films, but he's making horror films. Did did no one find that a bit? It's it's an interesting odd. career path, but <laughs> not I mean, really. I mean, it's like Jim Carrey uh, doing comedy and stand up, and then being like a really good drama actor. You know. <laughs> I know, I thought it'd get out might a bit like be his horror film and then maybe it'd come yeah. out. Yeah, with I must admit, I, yeah. I was expecting. I didn't expect another horror film. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think maybe but he clearly knows what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, with yeah, horror. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he has got influences of people like Hitchcock and uh, yeah. John Carpenter and, I and think, Kubrick. I would yeah. say, and um, I think he's he definitely really, wants to explore that. You know, he, they should do the Outcast um, sketch as a movie. Outcast. Yeah, with him playing Big Boy and. Okay. Um, and Key playing um, Andre yeah. 3000. The thing is, I think he's actually doing the voice of one of the characters in Big Mouth on Netflix. And I'm not like trying to promote that, but I think he's still got his fingers in a lot of comedy pies. Yeah, yeah. So I think maybe this is his opportunity to kind of go out and branch out and do something different. Like, how did that affect you as a film? Yeah, I watch it. I like horror anyway. Yeah. And he seems like he is better at it than... Most who are out doing it now. Get Out was a genuinely fantastic watch. It was what was it like you liked about Get Out? Was it the subject matter? Was it original? Yeah, I mean, the, all when they get the way you kind of get drawn in, kind of, oh, this, yeah. oh, this isn't looking good. This yeah. isn't, oh, no, oh, yeah. no, oh, no. I mean, and Alison Williams is brilliant as the um, as the girlfriend. I, I was a big fan of the sitcom Girls that everyone hates. But yeah. Because she was the star of that as well. And, okay. um, she's a brilliant actress. And I mean, this feature film's got Lupita Nyong'o, who's in a kind of another horrible film, but for different reasons, which I think was 12 Years a Slave. I think what he's done here is he's picked a very interesting cast, but I think there's a theme of like the whole body snatching thing going on again. Do you feel that this is a film that you'd like to see at the cinema if given the opportunity, or would you rather... No, uh, but I mean, I, I've said in previous episodes that I never go to the cinema. But so if that's you, never an option. But if it, if you were given the opportunity to see us like a big screen or a laptop screen, would you rather see it? I, I don't know. I, I watch it online. Online. That's why I watch everything. Okay, okay. It's, uh, it's still a compliment. Yeah. Okay. I still watch it. But would you recommend audience members to watch it at the cinema? Though? I don't. I wouldn't recommend anyone to go to the cinema. Okay. You can't drink or smoke. Okay. If you go to you, the toilet, you got to walk in front of people. You need to go to you an miss, outdoor you can't cinema. Pause it that's what you need. Why you go to the toilet? Outdoor cinema. No one likes that. Uh, you would like that if you went to drink and smoke. Anyway, um, Kingdom, uh, what would you say about um, this film? Is it up your street? Yeah, definitely. I like I like the horror genre. I think Jordan Peele has shown himself to be probably the most exciting new director working in that genre, definitely in the last couple of years. So, yeah, what's not to like? Looked like a good trailer, you know, good acting from what I could see. Some jump scares. It's kind of got everything you would want from that genre, as far as I can see from the trailer. And for you, would that be cinema, online, or give it a miss? I'd probably see it in the cinema, yeah. alongside some other scared people ready to <laughs> spill their popcorn on me. Okay. White Falcon, what did you think of what you just saw just now? I don't know, not really interesting, to be honest. Just You're not interested? One more, one more horror movie, I don't know. You're not yeah. interested in the horror movie or that particular? I'm not a big fan of the horror movies. I'm watching horror movies, but if I have a spare time, 
I'm just doing something else. Was there anything in this trailer that grabbed you or were you saying it was just like nondescript? Not really. Not really? Yeah. Okay, so we're just saying give it's it a miss. It's not under horror for me. So you're saying give it a miss? You, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I was really excited to see Get Out. I really thought um, he knocked my socks off with that. Even though a lot of people were saying a lot of things about Get Out, it still felt fresh when I went to watch it at the cinema. You know, he gets rescued by his mate. Yeah. Originally, he wasn't going to get yeah, rescued. Yeah, I think he, he was thinking about that, and I, I'm not sure if he changed that as an editing decision after he screened it to a few people. And I think it might have had a slight influence of Night of the Living Dead as well to, to make him survive. Yeah, this one, Us, I think he's like a, just like a very uh, superior horror filmmaker to a lot of people who've tried to make horror films in the last 10 to 15 years. And I think it's he's got an original voice. I mean, obviously people might try to touch on the whole Black Lives Matter thing, but I think um, the way he's filmed the story and the way he's introduced the stakes in this one, I think it's, it's piqued my interest. I'd want to watch this at the cinema. So I think we've got two cinemas and a highly positive watch it online and one not watch it at all. So I think on balance, I might just go through like a watch it at the cinema. And now we come up to our final trailer. And this one is called Vox Lux. So, from the public's perspective, this has been a emotional few years for you. Can you tell us what audiences can expect from the new album? This is a culmination of my life's work so far. I was under a lot of stress after my accident. But that's what this show is about. It's about rebirth. Watch your step, miss. I clear the table. downstairs. It's a weird world we live in. And the way I've chosen to live my life. Please don't follow me. Goes against some people's views on things. Do you mind if I get a quick picture with you? Mom, I'm worried about you. You're worried about me. is that you have an angle. I'm scared. Keep it simple. Show. I gave him a show. Okay, so that was uh, Vox Lux featuring Natalie Portman and Jude Law. And uh, I'd like to know your thoughts about what you think you've just seen. King Dom. Um, yeah, I didn't know a lot about this um, coming into the trailer. 
and um, yeah, I was slightly struggling to place it. Like, what genre is it? Like, what's it similar to? Mm. You know, I wondered, is it similar to The Neon Demon? Is it going to get really dark? Yeah. Is it like a parable? Is it another horror film? Is it like a straight drama? Yeah. I don't know. It looks slightly uncategorizable. It it does feel to me like it's treading the, the line between... Um, Neon Demon and possibly Black Swan uh, previous effort, mm-hmm. but it's about how far her horror movie intention goes to. Natalie Portman, I think, is currently 37 years old. I haven't got a problem with the roles that she's playing, but she's quite an attractive woman who's been playing roles about getting older before their time and mm. stuff like that. So I'm not sure how best uh, she fits that role, but I'm sure she's going to give it a really good effort. And if Black Swan's anything to go by, um, there's probably going to be uh, like a fierce character change that we're going to yeah, see on camera. Some background. Go for because it. Because I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but the originally it was uh, Rooney Mara. And I think they started shooting with Rooney Mara, or maybe already shooted everything and reshooted with uh, Natalie Portman, or changed before they start to shooting. I don't know. I don't know. They changed. The original was Rooney Mara. And actually, it's Natalie Portman have a rap. Saturday Night Live, so um, Ellen Show or something. She have a same rap, um, not the same, but this kind of rap videos. Rap videos. Yes. Okay, it's, so it's, it's a bad famous. character who plays in rap videos. Yeah, Sia, Sia, is the famous person in this. She I don't know who's Fringe. Yeah. Yes. But you don't see her face usually yeah. in the films. She's mysterious. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know who Sai is either. I'm not sure if I want to know. She looks like a dangerous person if she needs to wear a mask in the uh, It's not videos. a mask, it's just a long fringe. Well, the thing is, the last person who I saw covered up their face in their vid- music videos was Ghostface Killer, and he wasn't somebody to mess around with. Uh, you know, that's just a name, right? He's not actually a Ghostface Killer. <laughs> no, the thing is, he was actually... Um, I mean, going on to Ghostface, he was actually wanted on actual for. charges uh, for a, a, a murder at the time that the first album came out, Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. But um, we're going... I'm digressing now. What do you think of Vox Lux? Is that something that you would like to see at the cinema? I don't think so, but I, I, I want to see them, but I, I, I'm, not, I'm not in a cinema. Is the combination of Natalie Portman and Jude Law not doing anything for you? It's not stirring anything in your loins to make you want to get up and go to the cinema? Well, not really. I saw the trailer and it's not really interesting to... It's not, not that fame I have to see in a cinema, I think. Okay, so would you say this is a give it a miss wait for it to come out online or? yeah online of course and um, this online is absolutely enough for see this i think okay so cody uh what did you think of vox lux um it looked visually interesting yeah um i don't know if i'd watch it what film did it remind does it remind <laughs> you of it reminded me of like 80s british punk films from julian temple and the like like which ones um jubilee what's jubilee about it's about pop star culture. Yeah, yeah, kind of, in punk, yeah. Okay. Have you seen Neon Demon at all? No. Or Black Swan? Yeah, I've seen Black Swan. Okay. So what did you think of Natalie Portman's performance in Black Swan then? Yeah, fine, yeah. Do you think there's any echoes of it from this trailer? Maybe, okay. maybe. Do you like seeing Jude Law in films? Love it. Okay. <laughs> so would you say for you, would you recommend... Watching this at the cinema? No, I've, I've sort of forgotten about it already. Really? So yeah. you give it a miss? No. Is it about people talking about it as a proper good thing? Well, we're I talking about it. I have heard of it. Yeah. No. Until yeah, then, this actually. film's coming out in a, like a few months' time, I think. Okay. I think it's been released in the United States, but it's going to come out in the UK 
probably around about March. So you'll say give it a miss? Yeah, I'll give it a miss. Okay. okay. And uh, King Dom, what's your word on it? I'm on the fence with this one. I yeah. mean, it could be good. It could be right old mess. It's yeah. hard to tell from the trailer. Yeah. I do notice that the score is by Scott Walker, yeah. who is one of the great geniuses of music from okay. the 1960s until now. Yeah. So that is a massive point in its favour from my point of view. I mean, looking at the Wikipedia, it's saying that whilst Natalie Portman and Jude Law are in this film, it's narrated by Willem Dafoe. So it looks like there's going to be a lot of perhaps internal dialogue in it and exposition. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to make the film any better or any worse. From what you've seen so far, is this a film, because it seems like it's coming from left field, is this a film that you'd watch at the cinema, watch on, wait for it online or give it a um, I'm on the fence with it. I'm not ready to give it a miss altogether, so it's probably an online watch for me. Okay. I mean, what I probably will do... Yeah. If this exists, is I'll search out the soundtrack from Scott Walker okay. and buy that from a online shopping service. I don't think I can mention the name. Yeah, that's what I probably will do. Okay, but cool. Yeah, as to seeing this, probably a download. Okay, so what I'm going to suggest is, um, from what I've seen, uh, I'm not sure if there's enough story that I'm aware of in the actual. Uh, film. It seems like it's kind of loosely based around um, the trials and tribulations of some kind of pop star who's uh, trying to keep their relationship with their um, daughter uh, intact whilst they're ascending the heights of fame. I think there was one film I'm trying to remember now was um, Stephen Dorff, I think it was, and it was directed by... Uh, Sophia Coppola I'm trying to remember the name of the film now somewhere in 2010 where it was like a father trying to reconnect with his uh, daughter uh, in the middle of a kind of a film uh, release period that he had and it seems like this is going to kind of tiptoe in a similar path but um, I could be guessing um, I might be going into this film with like preconceptions of like Neon Demon as well uh, so I think what I'm going to do is I might just uh, wait for this film to come out online and uh, see where it goes from there. If you haven't seen the Neon Demon, Demon, <laughs> you should give it a go if yeah. you're a horror fan. If you're a horror fan, you won't be disappointed by that film's willingness to push the horror element yeah. all the way. And yeah, I think it's probably a better film to watch than Suspiria, but which has just recently come out. Uh, but we'll give it a miss. Do they still say Damon in Cornwall? Or Damon. Yeah, D A E M O N. Yeah, <laughs> they call him Matt Damon in Cornwall, yeah. like everywhere it's still, else. It's still pronounced Demon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Do they still summon demons in Cornwall? Yeah. Okay, cool. All I right. summon three on Boxing Day. Okay, nice one. So on that note, we're going to bring this episode to a close. The Vox <coughs> Lux recommendation is uh, you can watch that online. We had a quote. We had if someone did a film quote. Oh, earlier. that was me. Yeah, so uh, could you redo uh, the film quote just for the public to have one last stab at it? These are not the droids you're looking for. Star right. Wars. I'm going to say Star Yay. Wars Episode 4. Well, it's the film that's now known as Star Wars Episode, episode 4, but yeah. I will accept Star Wars. It's called Star Wars. When I saw it, yeah. you know, it's I'm giving that one to And now Cody. Disney's calling it Episode it's called 4. called Star Wars. Yeah, Episode what? 4. It's always, it's called A New Star Hope. Wars. Star Wars I will Hope. never yeah. call it A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not A New Hope, it's Star yeah. Wars. It's good. You shouldn't probably call that Star Wars all a new bank balance Star Wars. for... Um, Sorry? All of the episodes <laughs> of Star Wars. Yeah, I feel like the first film was also called Star Wars. Yeah. But no, it's having A New Hope. No, it wasn't called New Hope. What do you mean? It was originally it's just Star called Wars, Star Wars. Return of a Jedi and uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, it's the film which is retrospectively called yeah. A New Hope. Yeah. 
But, you know, it'll always be Star Wars for me. Yeah. yeah. And Cody. It's just Star Wars. That's it. The first yeah. movie is Star Wars. Okay, I worked yeah. in a video rental and uh, yeah. when I released this, yeah. if yeah. somebody came and said, I want a Star Wars, which one? Is all the well, you should give them the first one. Akos, <laughs> this is like Robocop. Like some people just don't believe Robocop 2 and 3 exist and they will never believe yeah, okay, it exists. <laughs> Okay. Well, two because <laughs> Peter Weller's still in it, but three. Yeah, you know, three is the one that we don't talk give about. That or the TV series. But anyway, um, that was Trader Talk. Thank you for listening. Sharing the frame with me today has been uh, White Falcon. Bye, guys. King Dong. Goodbye. And Cody. Bye bye. So between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to thank you for listening to our episodes. Uh, we'll have more in store, so feel free to rate and view us on any podcast platform, which may include Castbox, FM, iTunes, Stitcher, Podchaser, or Spotify. If you don't have time to do so, tell a friend and we'll be just as grateful. You can find us online via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook via the hashtag G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. That's hashtag GeekSweat. This podcast thrives on listeners, so thank you for sharing your ears. To show you we care, we watch films to save you hassle. <laughs>